What's up, right. Hey, what's up, listeners? We got Jay, Justin, and Connor here for another episode. In the building. And I and I think we got a caller today too. Hopefully, if I can get if I can get him get them together. <clears throat> and if we keep uh, things in order, just we'll throw out here. This is actually uh, episode number number ten. Yep. Congrats, 10. boys. Double digits. Double Congrats, digits. keeping it up. Yes, to our yes. fourteen views. Woo, woo. My nephew <laughs> commented on one of our videos too. Props to him. <laughs> um. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off right here, boys, with just just a question. You wake up and you're in jail for life. What did you do? I definitely did something I thought was right. So you killed someone that you thought you could kill. Yeah, for protection, for self defense, or defending my home or place I def- or family I definitely irrationally raged on someone and just kind of went a little too hard probably with some premeditation <laughs> unfortunately you remember that uh that funeral Connor what about you I talked about a couple pods back about the pyramid on the ice caps that if anyone tried to interview oh, with, would yeah, dude. flood the world. Yeah. I didn't get very far, and that's why I'm like impressed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. You tried to murder everyone purposefully. <laughs> I tried to get the money for that. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, I, I, I can't hear Connor. Uh-oh. You can't hear me. Oh, I think I know why. It's probably... Yeah, it sets my headset. We're trying to figure out things. Welcome to the Unprepared Podcast. Okay, now you should be able to hear me. Didn't even say your name right. Perfect. We're good. We're good. So to recap, Janaid is humble and killed someone in self-defense. I purposefully killed one person, and Connor tried to kind of kill everyone no, i didn't even get that far well you, <clears throat> you tried well you kind of i tried to acquire the monetary value <laughs> they were like that's enough there bud i presented my five-step plan to a congress board and they arrested me on site oh, did you show up like mike lindell <laughs> just show up to the the, the my pillow guy and just show up with your manifesto at the white house about how trump is still the president you know how they have like the viewing box in um congress mm-hmm yeah, I was, like, yelling from up there, trying to, like, show my manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I need the money from Congress. Yeah. Okay, all right. I got two people aside with me, um, but they are not going to uh, to speak out publicly about it. We're looking at you, Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> Let's just say Mitt Romney sent me an email. Dude, he's getting ousted right now, actually. Republicans aren't a big fan of him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect him to be. He keeps going... Against the party. Yeah. But he kind of has a conscience. Dude, with it, which what, what is the Republican Party now? What yeah. is it? A bunch of old white guys. They've yeah. alienated so many people and live in this, like, cloud yeah, that Congress. <laughs> literally, know. like, ig- ignores the truth. Yeah, we won't get into that right now. 
That's boring. Uh, yeah. Who'd you uh, kill, Janae? A robber? A murderer? What if it was um, like an old lady who was just lost and accidentally walked into your house? Thought she was at her house. If it was an old lady who was lost, I would definitely make her tea and have her sit down and then call the authorities. Be like, hey, there's this white lady here. <laughs> Crazy old lady. And the authorities show up and killed her. <laughs> who is this? <laughs> You guys seen the videos of like the British dude who went out drinking at a bar and he went back to like his old house that he used to live at yeah. and just walks in and passed out on their couch and the next morning wakes up with them and they like make him tea and breakfast <laughs> and he's like making videos with them the next morning like smoking cigarettes with them in the house just like I fucking walked in this house and these strangers made me food and now here we are making breakfast and tea. <laughs> He, like, grew up there in high school, and it was the only place he knew how to get yeah, back to. Yeah, he just, like, walked back habitually, because he used to walk back from the bar there all the time. Oy, oy, oy. Um, do you guys have any, like, super woke, mystic-type friends? I got a few. Oh, I used, yeah. to, I used to know a kid in college who was, like super mystic he was he was a white guy but he was like he kind of like acted like he knew more about my culture than i did because he like went to india and stuff (laughs) dude you know white kids once they go to india for two weeks know way more about pakistani culture than you do no, because he went to India, so, like, obviously, like, even, like, Muslims in India think Pakistan is, like, this backwards, fucked up country, just because was, that's, was, like, they don't they don't being, have free... I was not being serious, Janae, that was, I thought... I know, bleeding, but... I thought that was bleeding with enough sarcasm. It's entirely, though, the concept, though, of, like, no. going to North Korea and thinking you understand South Korea. <laughs> Dude, we used to, at our high school yeah. that we went to, they would take kids on this trip to india because like our school high school invested in some like private educational school in india and they would take a group of kids every summer and they would all come back just acting like they were just like my third eye opened i have henna on every day i'm so cultured you people don't even know what you're talking about it's like no you did the whole like White kid goes to the orphanage, gets a few pictures, putting in a few bricks, and ends up costing the local community like much more than mm. what they gave. But now they can put it on their college resume. Come back to it. I am ready to run a gas station now. Dude, fucking woke activist. God damn it. Connor, you said you have some mystic-y friends. Uh, yeah, or I, I at least know people that were, um, <laughs> recently we discovered that a good friend of mine was in an animation class and one of the other people in it, uh, decided that they were the only person allowed to use color in their animation. Um, neat. Yeah. And filed a, uh, a plagiarism accusation against like five students that also used color in their animation. Under the premise that uh, in her past life, she was a painter and has very deep, passionate roots in color. 
So she owns it now. So she owns it now, yeah. She owns color. That's cool. Yeah, and it's 100% one of those things, because it's escalated so horribly, is that um, the school probably rolled a pencil against it, and because she's a senior, they're like, it's cheaper on us to graduate her than to like put her in an insane asylum okay, and expel her, because she has gone off. She has accused people of like stalking her and harassing her on social media when um and the evidence is like their private posts on Twitter that weren't even pertaining to her and the fact that they uh, participate in class. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like total delusional, mildly schizophrenic. And it's just like it's her last semester, pass her through this class, graduate her, and never look back. Is that where the term roll the pencil comes from? You just said that. I've never heard that before. Yeah, I mean roll the pencil is just um basically make your pros and cons list but it has to do with financial okay so when you roll a pencil against it you run the numbers kind of deal gotcha 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 i get the i get the idea yeah i got a friend from high school i don't even know if i'd call her a friend someone who went to a different school that had a crew of people that we used to hang out with a lot Mm -hmm. and party with and she was always around and I saw her a couple years ago at a buddy's wedding, and she was starting to go on this whole, like, yeah, I'm going to explain to everybody what influencing is, and kind of, like, explaining to people how she gets paid by these, like, detoxed tea companies to put up, like, social posts, and I just was kind of rolling my eyes out of, like, whatever. It was, ironically, right after that wedding, I deleted, like, Instagram and everything, Mm -hmm. got rid of it. And then because of the pod and to like kind of help get the word out there, I downloaded it back again and she has gone full blown from like influencer to like, um, energy healing and like crystals in your room, not even just crystals in your room. Like you come and sit with me in a room and I tell you that your energy is bad. And then I tell you to like, what do you want to do? And then you tell me, and then I say, you can do it. And always believe in yourself. And I help you realign your energy. Now give me a hundred bucks. Oh, I need you to think oh, of a you bunny. Mean those, uh, health Are you thinking of a bunny? Not even a health coach, dude. She's like, she's mental wellness she coach. Liter- no, she literally calls herself a mystic. Like, she's not there to be like, I'm going to tell you, like, she will realign and rebalance your chi to help you focus on your energy goals. And do you have negative energy blocks holding you back from what you want to do? Will come to me and I will help remove those negative energy blocks. And I'm like, and then all her posts are like her with like sitting in like a yoga, I mean, like a meditative, like lotus pose in the background is like, it's her photoshopped with like a spinning galaxy. Mm-hmm. It's like, come get your mystic reading today. And I'm like, Oh no, how did this happen? Like, I thought you were just trying to front detox teas a couple years ago. And now you're full on like, bro, it's aggressive. Oh dude, Justin, you, you got to tell me who this is. Um, Send me a message. I will. Even better, I'll send you a screenshot too. But at your guys' high school, did you have to wear uniforms? Yes. Okay. Not only do we have to wear uniforms, we had to wear uniforms that were bought from a specific company. Okay. So that they all like perfectly matched. Matched with. But each was other. there any way to like individualize yourself, like with a jacket or a belt or something? A little bit. Okay. You 
Jackets shoes. not in class. Shoes a little bit, but they still had to be like plain white or black. Okay. Um. Yeah, belts. Your senior year, who followed? Yeah, but then your senior year, they don't. They don't give a fuck about the seniors in our high school, as we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. They just like let us fuck around. So you would show up. Like the uniform was pretty much either for guys specifically, it was white or blue shirts. There were these specific like baby blue shirt or white that you could either get in a button up shirt or a polo shirt. And then it was khaki pants or shorts and either khaki color or gray they allowed in the last couple of years. So, like, that was all your outfit choices mm-hmm. were. Girls could, like, wear a skirt or, like, navy blue slacks and then the same two, like, top options. But that was it. God. And then they would give you, like, a school sweater. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we'd have assemblies. And you'd have to have your sweater for assembly or else you'd get like an out of uniform mm-hmm. and just kind of dumb shit like that and so you guys really missed out on like the people that come to school every day in costumes yeah it did suck but at the same time it was kind of nice to know when you just woke up you're like what you're gonna wear today pretty much every dude would just get like four of the same shirt they liked and four or five of the same pants they liked and you pretty much just rolled out and Man, like that's not far from what i do now yeah it's pretty, it's pretty much what i do too all my shirts are only two brands i only have the target goodfellow brand and the smith's marketplace dip brand and i have them in a bunch of just plain colors yeah if like, i was ever told to get out like a fancy shirt i'd go get like my aeropostle polo shirt Sinead's fancy as fuck that's why he's keeping quiet right now <laughs> dude i'm not fancy as fuck okay it's just like i don't that's know why it's like this it's to. like this brown guy thing maybe it's something that we've been colonized by by uh, by so many people it's just like we wear what like affluent you're calling americans war. or yes you try and look like the people who colonized you really hard. No, it's that's like just it. how you look distinct. That's just what you think you look distinguished as. That's oh, wild. except except for except for a high school prom where I dressed. Remember when I wore like the purple traditional like wedding dress for men? Yeah. Did you, did you guys ever see Django Unchained? Yeah. You remember that scene when they just dress up Jamie Foxx like the pimp equivalent of a slave master? Yes. <laughs> it's basically what he's describing. No, Janine was in like a like a purple Aladdin jumpsuit <laughs> type of deal. Ah, Prince Ali. The Aladdin you keep calling it like jumpsuit. A... Yeah, because I don't know it's, what else. To... It's Corta. Corta. Yeah, I'm not going to remember yeah, that dude, next time. Pants, I'm still going to keep going with jumpsuit. I like it, dude. It makes it sound kind of Slavic, like it's like an Adidas like get up. You know what I mean? <laughs> makes it sound kind of white, dude. I saw this video of this Russian guy trying who like committed multiple murders, and he's in court, and he's like so dangerous. They have to put him in this own little like he's not at a little table. He's in his own little like cubicle. Oh, that's fully glassed yeah. off and like bulletproof, and he can't get out. You know what I mean? There's, like, a little mail slip that's, like, big enough, and he's, like, trying really hard to, like, stick his legs through and get out of it. Mm -hmm. And finally, he just looks at him, and he, like, 
shimmies up the wall and just starts punching the ceiling and breaks the glass on the ceiling and starts to like climb out of the broken glass and like into the roof eventually run in and grab him by his legs and pull him down i, I think i've seen that one too because he does it in front of the cops and they're just like waiting for him to come over so they can just grab him and he just yes. keeps going up the like, irony is the whole time he's in like a perfect black adidas jumpsuit yeah <laughs> like in the tracksuit well, he's in like his his court clothes <laughs> right hold on i'm gonna be right back Alright. <laughs> yeah, because I know um, throughout high school there was like a group of kids that would dress exclusively like they're from Attack on Titan uh, daily. Oh, wow. Yeah, they all had the capes. Oh, and then wow. um, there was like a few kids that would uh, they'd get like the Yu Gi Oh chains and stuff, like the one that has that big upside down pyramid. And, like, that thing's kind of cool, oh, yeah. but the person wearing it was very much not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so my my father wears a lot of expensive colognes. Okay. And uh, during this, like, because, uh, like, the French, like, banned the hijab, which is weird because, like, the age of consent is 15, but you can't, but the, the government decides what you could wear until you're 18. Yeah. But it's kind of weird because the whole point of the hijab is taking away your, uh, is taking away your lust so that people can view you as a human and not view you as an, uh, as an object. Right. Because that's just how destructive the male gaze can be sometimes. Uh, so yeah, like my dad's like, oh my god, I have this Cartier cologne. Like lo- like their whole line of like Cartier expensive colognes. He's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> he kept using them, but he's like, I'm not buying anymore. But he has like a stock of like 10 different colognes. It almost looks like a wine cabinet or something. No, yeah, definitely. It's just <laughs> it's very important to him. Because like, those, those he, things come in like fancy bottles too. Oh yeah, they they are super super fancy. <laughs> and dude, Cartier makes amazing colognes. Not sponsored, but they do. <laughs> and then so yeah, like he would buy Polo Ralph Lauren like all the time. And then I inherited them because he would buy so much. I'd be like, all right, dad, we're the same size. (laughs) You need the same size for your cologne? Oh, no, no, no. Like, he just has good taste in cologne. So I use the cologne too. But like his other clothing line as well. We just share stuff. You're getting the handy downs kind of deal? Or just the excess? Yeah. But then, like, I go, I go shopping and stuff too, and I buy like buy like nice stuff as well. I'm like, oh, dad, you should totally wear this and stuff. <laughs> like, oh, this this tie goes good with your suit today. Here, take take my tie. I remember being it's told like, by someone that worked at a um, it was like a not men's warehouse, but it was kind of like it. It was like one of those custom suit places, and every time they had um especially like the big one was Europeans come in it would 
you couldn't tell if it was like a father-son or like this weird older man, younger man couple. But they would always come in and the uh, the younger one would basically be playing like dress up with their dad in suits. And then they'd never buy anything. <laughs> That's weird. But they would, they would easily try on like 20 suits, be there for almost three hours, take hundreds of pictures, and then leave. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, they're just Instagramming. Yeah, they're, yeah. but, like, twice, twice a year, my dad and I, like, go together, and, like, we, like, go shopping and, like, make sure we have, like, everything for the year that's, like, fashionable and, like, uh, tailor up our suits properly and everything. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's just a, a, a byproduct of being colonized. <laughs> I just like the idea of two large men from Pakistan going through like a fashion magazine to see what's hot for the summer. <laughs> yeah, Jay knows what's pretty hot. He's been looking at them men. Oh no. Sorry, my phone volume's on. Give me some text. Um, sorry, dudes. I had to go. I had to go check, make sure my dog wasn't going too crazy. We're filming under a little different circumstances here today. Um,. Okay, um, we have a little, a little, little topic we want to try out here. Maybe we'll keep it going. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, we're gonna do some MySpace top friends. At first, I was thinking we could do a top eight, but then I realized that eight's pretty aggressive. That's a lot of fucking people. Um, so we're gonna go top four. Um, for you youngsters out there listening who don't remember back MySpace, which was a music app used to give you uh, your top friend list. <coughs> and some of the drama in life revolved around, like, which of your buddies were number one on the list, which ones weren't. Once you got a girlfriend, once they passed, like, your buddy on the top friends list, that kind of just meant, like, your boy was gone, and he was just, like, lost to the world of girlfriends after that. Damn, man, what's that around your neck? Looks like a collar. Yeah, dude, right, right, right. So essentially, once they break up, then, like, you get put at the top number one spot again in your homies again, you know what I mean? So there was some some actual actual drama to yeah, it. Yeah, and then, and, and then if you had beef with your homies, you would just, like, passive-aggressively shuffle your top yeah, eight around. Yeah, 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 they would be, like, your number like two. Like, immediately. <laughs> yeah, they would be Like, immediately two, after a party down, or something like that, seven. you're like, oh. And it's usually Monday where that shit happens because the weekend is where uh, kids do stuff and yep. things happen. So, Ironically, from MySpace 2 is where I actually met the dude who ended up uh, officiating me and my wife's med- wedding. And it was the, off the easiest, like, manly get-together of he posted a picture of him self-wakeboarding, like, doing a jump. And I was like, sick air, bro. And he's like, thanks, my mom has a boat. Do you want to go next weekend? And I just replied, yeah. And then we saw each other at school, like, the Friday before the next weekend. He's like, so you still want to go boating? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, I'll pick you up tomorrow at 8. Have your mom call my mom, pretty much. And we, went, we went from there. The, um, in high school, the garage band I was in, our guitar player, in, like, middle school, started dating one of the prettiest girls, and then throughout high school she just became more and more gorgeous and he did not so it was very obvious he hit gold early on and like peaked hard in life but i remember it was like our senior year and we were doing a 
a show and her singer was complaining that it didn't sound right because uh, we weren't practicing enough was his excuse. It was just because he he got stoned and was fucking up all the lyrics. Nice. Um, but he, Sounds like someone I know. Yeah, he told our guitar player that uh, it's like, yeah, man, you got to pick her or the band. And he's just like, well, I can do both. And, you know, the rest of the band's just like, he's, he's been doing both. He's like, fine, her or me. And he's like, her? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, why would you say that? We have so much oh. history. We've been friends forever. Why would you say that? <laughs> Don't give me that option. Bitch. And he's just like, dude, what are you going to do for me that she is not going to do for me? <laughs> he's like, I'm your best bro. And it's just like, and I'm fucking her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking you. <laughs> Best bros lose it after a while. You can still t- stay tight, of course. But yeah. like, He'd always... relationships always went out. He was also like really open about fucking this girl, just to brag about it. I hate that shit. But, um, well, that's the thing. One of us in the group really didn't like that, so he'd always threaten. Because they, you know, at that time it was all car sex. That was the right, only. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. and he's just like, I know where you live. I'll park it in your driveway. He's <laughs> like, I, I'll text you before I do it. You can look out your window and see my car pull up and just wonder what I'm doing. <laughs> do you guys love that bragging type personality? People who like really got to show off how. If they can do it right. They are. If they can do it right, it's entertaining. It's, no, I mean the bad ones. Oh, the ones that just is like full of shit kind of deal. Yeah, dude, I was, I was over it. A mutual acquaintance's house the other day. Mm-hmm. There was another person there, and somehow the topic of like partying when we were younger came up. Mm-hmm. And he went on this long rant about how like this last weekend I was at a party and like my buddy we're playing King's Cup and like he couldn't finish it at the end of the game. He got the King's Cup and he couldn't finish it, and I just was like calling him a bitch and all this, and then he couldn't finish it, and then I did. And then the next night, I was out partying again, and I was like, yo, if you got, if I get, I'm too drunk already, if you guys give me, if I get the King's Cup, I'm not drinking, I'm too drunk already, because I already had, like, ten beers, you know what I mean? And then I got it, and I was just, like, so drunk after that, I was out in the lawn, like, yelling at their neighbors, and they're like, dude, why are you yelling at the neighbors? And I'm like, why'd you make me drink the King's Cup? Like, why'd they make me do that? <laughs> and I'm like... Dude, you're a fucking dickhead. Like, yeah. That was not a cool story right then. Like, what part of that? Well, where was the brag right there? I don't right. know. <laughs> You've just, like, gone off about how much you suck. Yeah. Like, you fucking made an ass of yourself at your buddy's party and was yelling at his neighbors and then tried to blame it on him. Right. Like, sounds like you're not getting invited to the party again, bud. Oh. Oh, let's get back to what we we're going to do. Yeah, let's talk about the MySpace. Um, who, do, who do we want to do first? I, do I, I got it. Okay. I, I got mine. Okay, so number one is definitely going to be COVID-19. Um, is this your top, five, your top four? Yeah, this is my top four. Oh, okay. We're doing ours. Ours, okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, number one will definitely COVID nineteen. Number two will be Trump. And number three will be uh who's that 
few U.S. congressmen. She from New York. OAC. AOC. 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 And what am I at? Three. And then number four will be Muhammad Ali. Okay, that's an in, that's an odd four. That's that's a really odd four. I'm gonna be honest with you. But I can do it, it. It has to be like ironic. It's like MySpace era. No, dude. No, it can be some serious ones. Like, I think I would probably have like Bruce Willis, Doctor J. Chris Farley. Oh, Chris Farley is a good one. I can get behind that. R.I.P. Madonna. Madonna? Why Madonna? She's She's straight up crazy, man. Yeah, dude. You got to have some wild ones in your squad. You got to keep it held down. See, I'm going to go a little bit more local. Oh. Yeah, so I'm going to go with... uh, you know, number four is going to be the person that cut my hair the other day. It's an important aspect to my oh, life. Oh, a barber definitely barber. needs to be on the top four. Mm-hmm. That's disrespect if they're not. Um, yeah, I went all the way out to Park City. <laughs> yeah, put some spec on that name um, for sure. Number three, probably Wild Pepper Pizza. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm still craving that. Oh, hell yeah. won't let me order it because they just got a shit ton of groceries. She's like, use everything in the fridge first, and then you can do takeout. And like, oh. And it's just like, how can I blow through our food? <laughs> it's a horrible thing to be thinking. It's like, how can I make three meals into one? <laughs> Jesus. Just to waste what's in the fridge. <laughs> That's a good number three, I guess. Yeah. Uh, number two is probably that nomadic homeless guy that wears the gas mask and has like the big pole with oh, necklaces on it. Yeah, that dude downtown. That dude's cool. sick. Yeah, he's dope. He's not even downtown. He roams Sugarhouse Park too. Does he? Yeah, I've never seen him downtown. I've seen him all the way to like uh, Harmons. Jesus, thirteen hundred. Yeah, Janine, this guy and for the listeners, this dude where like the best way i can equate what he looks like is in the lord of the rings movies yeah the original like the ring wraith that gets his finger chopped off with that like giant metal mask and all like the big black coat cloak and then that and then just a whole bunch of chains and then this weird like staff thing that has... so he he wears two capes he has like a gold small cape and then yeah. over it is like this big black cape and then he's just wearing like jeans and a t-shirt and some roughed up shoes but he always wears like a uh like a painter's mask like the big heavy uh gas masks um and then yeah he's he's just got like a big stick like a and hanging from it are these necklaces and he'll sell them to you what yeah we need one for the studio but here's the thing here's so he sells these, but the reason he has to roam is because if he ever tries to set up shop anywhere, the police always bust him. So if he's constantly roaming, they can't bust him. So it's like, you have to come to him. Uh, yeah. We need to find him. Turns out they're anal beads. Yeah. No, no, they're like hand... Dude, they're like pirate necklaces. Yeah, they're like... I don't know how to explain them. They're like silver and stones kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I mean, we need one for not bad. Yeah, we need to hang one in here right up he's on just, my he's shelf. He's very intimidating to talk to. 
kind of deal. I'll just walk up to him with money out. It's probably because he's using them as anal beads. <laughs> but he's got like so many of them is that it just looks like tassels down his entire staff. I kind of just needed to tell him to pick me out too. So I can wear one. We can put one there. Two there anal go. beads, sir. God, she needs stuck on the <laughs> anal beads. Jesus. They'd be very sharp anal beads. They're they're like sea glass and shit. <laughs> One of my questions on this was who do you stand for? But it's very clear that Janaid stands for anal beads. Who's your number one? No, I I never get I, one, I definitely I? have to sit down for anal beads. Not stand. Stand. Like who do you like just nerd out for? Oh. Who do you aggressively support? Who do you very, very aggressively, aggressively? support? Like this, like it comes from the you know Eminem stand music video. Oh, I see, I see. I so see. it's a term now when you're like being a stand for someone, it just means that you're like being too obsessed. So you're kind of an anal bead stand right now. I'm just gonna throw that out there. And Connor, what's your number one? I'm still trying to think. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. God, you guys had some good lists. I just had some pretty, like, shitty actors. Uh, dead dude. Except for Chris Farley. I know, and a dead dude. The only guy on there who was worth it. Fuck me. That was not good. I should have planned ahead of time. I don't really think I can, I can think of a number one. Probably, you ever been to Emulsions and Fillings? No. That place is pretty good. Another food place? Another food place. I'll be All right, Connor's one. got two food places got on two there. two food places. Jeez. I can at least convince my girlfriend to go there because they do, like, breakfast pastries. Okay. And, like, you can you can justify that for breakfast. She didn't buy any breakfast, so she just oh, bought, like, dinner stuff. Okay, so you need to get some breakfast stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, the off chance I'll eat breakfast is if we go there, so. That makes sense. Yeah. I need to find a good diner that does, like, Eggs Benedict. I haven't had that in months. Almost a year now, actually. Eggs Benedict's pretty dope. It is. Good breakfast. Oh, dude. You've never had one, Janice. Go to... I've never had one. (laughs) I've never had one with pork on it. Yeah, Yeah, that's on sale. Oh, you have, like, the salmon You don't have to to put the ham on it. (laughs) Yeah, you could use salmon. What a traitor. See, I always think, though, it's like none of the places would really know what you'd say. If, like, you asked for a halal version of the Eggs Benedict, it's it's always some southern family that owns it. It's just like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't say that. I just be like, is there any pork in this? Is it made with lard? Is there any pork by- byproducts on this? And they're like, no. Usually when you if you go to, like, a nice restaurant, like, they'll understand. Be like, oh, yeah, of course. We'll definitely have that double check for you what's well, really i have been dietary concern that you could claim at a restaurant really weird what dietary concern like what's one that's not really real like people are oh, gluten obviously <laughs> yeah, i know a few people with celiacs yeah celiac is real yeah and i mean it's it's aggressive i knew so my roommate claimed to have celiac disease, and he's totally fucking full of it, because he's like, yeah, it makes me really, like, spacey for an hour, and it's just like, that's not what it's celiac not, does. That's not a symptom. And he's like, no, that's, a, his mom even, like, it's like, no, he's got celiac, and it's like, 
My best friend growing up had celiacs, and if he ate bread, he'd throw up for 24 hours straight. Yeah, like bad, bad sick. And they're just like, I don't, he had food poisoning. It's just like, your son's a fucking loser. (laughs) A girl I used to date in, like, high school used to claim she was allergic to peanut butter. And she wasn't. She just hated it, but she would always tell people that. And then one day I saw her eating, like, a Snickers bar or something. I was like, that's got fucking peanuts in it. She's like, shut up. I was like, oh, you bitch. I told you the story of the guy that claimed to be allergic to uh, tomatoes, but he'd cover everything with ketchup. So yeah, my buddy Kaneda took the uh, the tomato from me. He's like, can I have that? And he's like, yeah, I, I can't even touch it. He's like, perfect. And he takes it and just like runs across the face with it. People, people used to come in and say that when I worked at a pizza place, and they'd be like, mm, they'd like order a combination pizza, and be like, make sure that doesn't have any tomatoes on it. My husband's allergic. It's like, wait, but you just ordered a tomato sauce pizza. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, do you want us to not put sauce on it? They're like, oh no. Like, uh, okay, whatever. You just don't like tomatoes. Yeah. I want to start telling people I'm allergic to like peas or something. Yeah, people who, like, don't like certain vegetables, I'm like, okay, your parents obviously (laughs) did not force you to eat vegetables. Nope. Or they never learned how to cook them properly. I'm horribly allergic to the napkins at this restaurant. We can't go. (laughs) Every time I put it in my lap, I break out. It gets through my pants. Yeah. Yeah, dude. If I I told my mom, like, oh, I don't want to eat this. She'd be like, okay, go to bed hungry. Yeah, I always like This is what never, we made. I always like didn't even have the okay then don't eat it option. I was forced with like you're gonna sit at this table until you eat it, no option, or I'll start shoving it down your throat almost and I'm like, No, I'll just eat it. Fine. Fuck you. See my parents at least compromised certain things of uh like they didn't ever try and feed me it was corn and peas. Cause what even as like a baby, I wouldn't eat that stuff. They couldn't get me to eat it, so they're just like, babies will eat fucking anything, and if he's not going to eat it as a baby, he's never going to eat it in life. Right. So it's like, uh, I can I can live with not giving him that. And I just hate it because of the texture. I hate the popping feeling. Really? Yeah, that's why I don't like peas. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't like when what things about pop in your mouth. I don't, popcorn doesn't pop in your mouth. What about like a grape? What about pop no, rocks? I don't like grapes. Grapes are too. Janae, you're thinking the wrong kind of pop. Yeah, like think like how a how a pops. corn or a pea or a grape, something that's like full of juice. It just a, pops. Then it just like flew it into your mouth. What, yeah. what about gushers? Gushers don't really pop though. No, they more like ooze. They ooze, but they don't like pop. But I didn't eat gushers much. I don't. Do you know what that sugar. word means, my friend? Like candy. Candy makes me sick. Yeah, I'm not a big candy fan either. I don't eat dessert when I go to family gatherings. I just eat more dinner. I, <laughs> I mean, I can eat desserts, but like candy, I can't eat because it's just pure sugar. And the more sugar something has, the quicker it makes me sick. Yeah, I'm not a huge sugar fan. So either. it's like baked stuff and chocolates and things like that that are like, you know, a third or less sugar I can eat. But, you know, candy, hard candy is just pure sugar. Junaid loves sugar. It goes right through my system. I'm not that much of a sugar guy. Are we all just like old, really? savory old men? Grumpy. I mean, like, I could definitely be like, if there's like someone prepared like a good rice pudding 
with like cardamom and like cinnamon in it and Mm -hmm. things like that where it's just like oh yeah but like it's all about portions if you overdo it then you're like oh my god this is way too much so you're telling me peeps are off the table Peeps are gross. <laughs> they are pretty good. It's just like it's sugar covered sugar. Yeah, is all it is. Sugar covered sugar. It's two textures of sugar, and they're like. Rah. It's like hard sugar on a marshmallow. Jeez. Oh boy. It's almost like you're biting into styrofoam. Right. <laughs> That's the thing for me. Texture is a big part of food for me. If food has a shitty texture but good flavor and like smell, it breaks my heart. Oh no, really? Yeah, it's like this smells amazing, but like sticking in my mouth and chewing it is a is horrible there, experience. Are there any other weird textures you don't like? Um, do you like watermelon? I don't mind the texture of watermelon. Oh, kinda. Watermelon's a little soft for me. Okay. I like cantaloupe. That's weird. Uh, it's got more of a crunch to it, more of like crisp. Watermelon, I feel at times you can just gum it. Have you ever, like, wondered what type of things make people like a serial killer right off the bat? I think it's if they like cantaloupe more than watermelon. I thought it was if they killed the family pet. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> That's the other one. My bad. My bad. My bad. I had them in usually, the usually they have, like, mother issues, too. That always seems to be a trope. Yeah. My mom's pretty cool, so I guess I won't be killing anyone. Never killed any pets. Yeah. So, I'm set. It's always wild to think that uh, Ted Bundy worked at the University of Utah. Dude, he was at fucking the prison just right down here, too. Uh Uh-huh. You could go see him if you wanted to. Do you want to? (laughs) I wonder if there's anyone cool now. Oh, my God. Let's look it up. Do you guys want to go visit a prisoner? You wonder how many times people with, like, a podcast go and try and, like, visit Ted Bundy? Dude, it's like, yeah, we want to film an episode of Ted Bundy, and they're just like, go home. <laughs> and they finally get through to him, and he's just like, go home. <laughs> they won't, he won't talk to him. Yeah. Janaid, who would you want to see in prison? Who would I want to see in prison? Like, right now, who's in prison? Yeah, I guess. There's a sugar house prison? What? Where is that from? Where is that from here? Keep going, Janine. Who's your thought? Dude, I would I would like to see some sort of like activist or someone that's like so diluted in their thoughts and their actions um, that they would commit like horrible atrocities, like uh, like a terrorist in prison, like a terrorist in prison. You want to meet like a Gandhi-ish type person or a Hitler-ish type person? One of the two. Yeah, like, I want to see, like, what makes them think that way. Like, what has the world done to them to, like, make such a huge step and, like, literally, like, forego societal norms of, like, uh, having a family, uh, working on your career, uh, retiring, all that sort of stuff. Like, what makes them sacrifice their own life and well-being to do something that horrible or wonderful you know like what makes them a martyr or a murderer yeah murderer so i want to put on like we could go see warren jeffs (laughs) he's down he's in salt lake 
Now, I want to put on like a, like board shorts and a Hawaiian t-shirt, like a big sun hat and sunglasses. And I want to go to Guantanamo Bay with like a little disposable camera and just act like I'm I a can't dumb, do that. Uh, like I'm a dumb I tourist. Won't, I, I, uh... No, you... no, an old camera with like the real thing, and you're like reloading. No, not like... even that. Like the the cheap disposable ones that you buy. Oh, for, I was like, thinking vacations. one like around your neck. Yeah, no, 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 not the one I have. Like a cheap disposable one, just right. act like I'm on vacation, and then maybe some like mid calfs and some sandals. Yeah, and like complain to the staff. It's like, how's this a water park? <laughs> where's the water boards at <laughs> I heard they're a lot like diving boards uh, we could go see the girl who it's like we we do have water boards but yeah if you have no clue what Guantanamo Bay is water, yeah waterboarding at Guantanamo Bay sounds super fun and like a great summer activity if you have no clue what any of that is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could kind of sound like surfing or something, yeah. like one of those indoor. You could Bro, we're going to Guantanamo it. Bay, man. Yeah, dude, Guantanamo, dude. We're going to ride the waterboards, bro. It's so dope. They just got these waves coming at you. You hit it. <laughs> Is that my man Osama? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I call him Sam Sam for short. <laughs> yeah, my man Osami hooked me up with a board at Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, boy, he always my... wears a hood for some reason. I can't see him. He stumbles around like he can't see anything. My boy Bin Laden. He's a nudist too. Oh boy, that's awesome. That'd be great if like the guards at Guantanamo Bay made like the prison uniform just tourist get-ups. <laughs> Everyone has to wear like <laughs> shitty Hawaiian shirts and board <laughs> shorts. Just a bunch of like extremist terrorists sitting around dressed like American tourists. It probably be a, like more of a psychological punishment to them than anything. Sunglasses and the little like string that goes behind your head to keep them from falling off. You can wear a turban, but it has to have this Hawaiian pattern on it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh lord! Did you guys hear that at Guantanamo they actually did use uh, like they used music torture for a little while? Mm -hmm. And one of the songs was Real Slim Shady by Eminem, which is, like, my favorite. Dude, I love that song. Yeah, they used that, that to, like, get some of the information on some of the 9-11 attacks. This is how they just looped Slim Shady and then some Christmas song. And they looped, like, just, I think it's they looped just the I'm Slim Shady, all you other Slim Shady. Just, like, just that little part. They just put that on loop. I know um, cargo ships, they go through... Uh, the Atlantic, um, they always blare Britney Spears at the Somalian pirates, and it deters them. Why? They hate American culture. Okay, so you just play some you play, Spears? You play, like, the poppiest-sounding pop music, and they're just, like, not worth it. <laughs> You're staying away. Yeah. I am not going to die with the last thing I hear being Britney Spears. <laughs> right. Did you guys see, just made me think about, like, Somali pirates, the thing that the U.S. Navy's testing... That are it's like kind of like a jetpack almost type thing. Oh, I've seen those. But you hold it with your hands. Yeah. So it doesn't attach on your back. It's like two turbo boosters on your fist. It's kind of like the Iron Man thing. Kind of like yeah. the Iron Man thing, but they're using that and they've successfully like went from one ship to another mm. on it. But all I could think is like there were so many people just standing there casually filming this guy. If I was a Somali pirate, this dude comes like slowly floating up, trying to land, lands with all this big shit on his hand that he's got to like turn off. You'd so quickly just be like, um, 
pop pop like did anybody else not think of that real well, they're quick they're super like, slow moving too they're so, so slow dude yeah. you have to like to hover to land like hover and land all super and they're slow. 100% defenseless because they can't use their hands they can't use their hands until they get down and out of this contraption so even if you do land on there be like hold on guys one sec one sec everybody like please don't shoot please don't shoot huzzah and then like finally get your gun out then what are you gonna go take down the whole ship just you with your like whoa racing again huh Janaid? yeah 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 sorry but like i was just gonna add like you know the type of guns these somali pirates are using are like cheap knockoff copies of ak-47s that are made with like a guy that uses his foot as like an anvil and i'm sure that's the chinese anvil I'm sure that's no, still no, no. gonna this kill isn't someone an who's import. Just float. This isn't an import. They basically have an AK-47. They're like, okay, how do we make this with raw materials? Just get all the metal they can, and then they just kind of make it the same. Yeah, no, it is. It is the Chinese crap import of the AK-47, which still shoots bullets at fucking yeah. shitty <laughs> floating. It just doesn't Navy. exist forever like the Russian AK. Dude, my my buddy, when I was younger, his brother had an AK, and he, he used to like just sneak into his room and pull it out all the time. And be like, look at this. We we're like eight. I was like, always so scared. Like, I don't think we should be fucking playing with that thing, dude. You know, uh, you know the story of the guy that invented the AK. What happened about that? No. He was basically his plan was to be like the Russian John Deere, so he was making like farming supplies, like tractors and shit. And, um, like, automated um, farming tools. And they just came and it's like, Amanda, you're talent farming? I don't think so. It's like, you're going to build a gun or we're going to kill you. And <laughs> he basically made the AK-47. and um, Automatic Kalishnikov? Automatic Kalishnikov. Kalishnikov Near was the guy's 47. name. 47, yeah, that's his name. Yeah. Mik- Mikhailai Kalishnikov. Yeah, dude was basically wanting to just make like tractors and shit, and the uh, Russian government's like, no, you're gonna make firearms. Yeah, dude, that's actually kind of wild. And so he made one firearm, and it was the best firearm Russia has ever had. And all they've done since then is just like, how can we change this to be like other firearms? So they made the sniper variant, they made the submachine gun variant, they made the shotgun variant. That's cool. I mean, it's just like, if you look at any Russian gun now, they all look like a form of an AK-47. I mean, that's pretty dope. Killing hella people with that shit. Dude, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a flag of a country in Africa. It's on the flag. Yeah. What yeah. country has that AK on their flag? Uh, it's some tiny I'm like the fucking the... host and the fucking... AK on a flag of Mozambique, dog. Yeah. 19, oh. 1983, it added uh, AK-47 with a bayonet, bayonet attachment. It's kind of like yellow, black, and green, and red. kind of looks like, it's like almost Rasta style. Mozambique, two in the head. <laughs> yeah, dude. AK-47, the Liberator, and the the weapon the of choice. The Destroyer. God, dude. 
yeah. So, uh, do you know, um, so there was a bunch of AKs flooded in the Middle East. And uh, do you know what they use them? Because obviously it's not Russian winters over there. It would get yeah. like over 120 degrees in the desert. So they would just have like a bucket of water with them. After mm-hmm. every magazine, they just like dump the barrel in a bucket of water. Be like, oh, okay, it's cool down now. Yeah. Otherwise, it would just melt the barrel off. Well, it wouldn't melt the barrel. It would actually make the gun catch fire. Especially oh, the Russian models. Cause, so Russia used wood on all their guns because it was more conductive of heat. Oh, man. So if the reason a lot of German guns jammed up is because they used uh, plastics and metal. And so they would like... The snow mixed with the cold would basically freeze their gun shut. But with the Russian gun, since it was all wood, it would conduct their body heat through the gun so they wouldn't freeze shut. And then in response, the firing mechanism heat would be conducted through the wood back. It would keep the soldier warm and it would just store the heat in the stock to keep the gun from jamming and freezing up. Damn, what an ingenious design, either by accident or on purpose. The other reason that the Nazis lost in the Western or the uh, the Eastern. Eastern Theater is because they were too prideful to pick up Russian guns. Really? Yeah. So they weren't just jacking the enemy's weapons like they should have? Mm-mm. They refused to touch enemy guns because they were too prideful to touch anything outside of German manufacturing. What because they were yeah. told German is the best. Mm-hmm. So, they honestly could have, like, did some pretty solid damage in the Eastern Front if they just picked up the AKs from the people they killed early on. Wild. Yeah. I'm going to switch gears pretty hard here from, you know, Russian killing machines. Mm-hmm. What number do you guys think is higher? The total amount of U.S. debt or the total amount of estimated fish in the ocean? I'm going to go with U.S. debt. U.S. debt. God damn, by a lot, dude. What, yeah. Wasn't it $28 trillion just last November? Currently, $28 Well, that's like the most recent reported one. Yeah. One of my ideas on here was just how many fish are there. So we just Google searched it. There's 3.5 trillion fish in the sea. Almost, you know, 10 times less than the amount of U.S. debt we have. That's crazy. The concept of money exists bigger than fish. Yeah. And not just like that money exists, but the amount of money that we owe China pretty much. Yeah. Don't censor us, please. That's all. That was my dub fact that I just wanted to tell you guys. Just learn to say in Mandarin, attention Chinese listeners, we are satire. <laughs> Please don't hate us. Um, Sinead, how much would it cost to get nut kicked by your enemy? How much would it cost? Yeah. Do I have an enemy? I don't know. Just like some. I don't know if I have an enemy, 
But somebody I might be the enemy of a lot of people. Somebody who wouldn't hold back is what I mean by that. Somebody who's going to, like, take this opportunity to come, you know. Someone that wants to hurt you. Give you a good old crack. Okay. Since I already have a kid, um, I already feel like my nuts are getting in the way. So you're going to let him get kicked and hope that then just, like, get rid of him? Not just get rid of him. I'll be like, oh, I guess, like, I've done my biological function. So that didn't answer the question, though. How much would it cost? Okay. Yeah. I would do it a reasonably modest estimate of $10,000. $10,000? Okay, well, I got to factor in, like, medical fees and things like that. So probably, like, $30,000. 30K? That's yeah, because reasonable. I'm assuming bows to my nuts will explode. I don't know, dude. Steve got kicked in the nuts lots of times, and his balls aren't exploded. He's been kicked pretty hard. Yeah, dude, but I got a factor in, like, testicular torsion and that sort of stuff. It's a big procedure. Connor, you have a little snippet about testicular torsion. Oh, yeah. I had a buddy growing up. He woke up in the middle of the night in, like, agonizing pain. And um, we took him to the hospital. He, he had testicular torsion. And uh, his mom said it was because he was always on his phone. What? Yeah. No, she blamed it, it on the it, phone. It can happen. Like, your you're tubes can the, get tied up in there. Sinead, you're missing once again the whole joke in there, though. Dude's mom. The phone? Yeah, yeah, the mom's trying to like, like, this wouldn't be happening lying. if you weren't always she's... on your phone. We have hurricanes because God hates gays. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, she was the same one when he bought another monitor um, for his computer. She's like, it's sapping all the AC. What the fuck? Yeah, shit like that. What the fuck? Uh, all the Wi-Fi is gone because you got that new mouse. All these cell phones making like, these frogs. It's like, Mom, this, this, this mouse runs on two and a half watts of power. Uh, I feel so bad for him, too, because he is an IT. Like, that is his job, as he works IT. And he has to explain to his mom why, like, the Wi-Fi isn't being sapped by his mouse. Oh, my gosh. Mouse does not run on Wi-Fi, right. Mom. Why the, the air conditioning in Netflix isn't broken because he put a second monitor on his computer. Jesus. <laughs> Shit like that. Blowing the, you're going to blow the fuse. <laughs> what about Larry Bird? Larry Bird. <laughs> Sorry. You can probably hear that a lot. Larry uh, Bird. He kind of looks like a bird. He kind of does, actually. He's got a little bit of a bird face. Like a beak? Just from his Eyes nose? close together. Um, I wonder if that's his real name. Let's look it up. Larry Bird. Dude, I looked like, up like some... Like the ice... woodpecker type hair. Oh, it is Larry. Yeah, he does have. Oh God, he does for for sure. Um, I looked up some like I saw this video of like NFL players that have different names than what their like jersey names are. Yeah. Um, one of my my by far favorite NFL player, Julio Jones. You know, arguably the best receiver in the league. Maybe falling off a little bit because he's getting a little old. Uh, his real name is Quintorius Lopez Jones. Quintorius. 
Quintorius? Quintorius. Quintorius Lopez Jones. There's a guy whose name's like T.Y. Hilton. And his what is the is... origin of that first name? I don't, I don't it's, know. Uh, it's Quentin, but black. <laughs> Quintart. Which, which I feel Quentin is already a black name, so I don't know how... You Double down it. on yeah. it? Um, how about this one? Uh, T.Y. Hilton. His name is... You, and it's T.Y. like it's abbreviated for a first and middle name. But his name is Eugene Marquise Hilton. The fuck does the T.Y. <laughs> no, I have nothing to do with it, dude. What was it? Eugene what? Eugene Marquise. There's no T.Y. He could have gone by E.M. Hilton. Well, I wonder, too, if when they like when Julio Jones gets a check from the Falcons every week, does it say like Julio Jones on it or does it like have to have their legal name for like the bank? Yeah, I wonder. Also, they probably got direct deposit. They ain't getting checks. What am I thinking? Yeah. But... His bank definitely has his real name. <laughs> I guess unless he like legally changed it or something, you know, uh, I think I think it's more just like a stage name type thing, you know. Um, well, if any of you guys out there have a friend who's got a really weird name, tell it to us, and we will make fun of them on the internet. Yeah, give us their name, their address, their social security number, their Credit parents' cards. name, their parents' address, what times they'll be home, what times they'll be out, the what more, are the exits in their house. The more information we have, the more we can bully them through the internet. How strong is their dad? Do you think he could take me? Do you think he could take me and Tilly? Do you think he could fight my dad? Because my dad's stronger than your dad. How many guns are in the house? Can they defend themselves? How far is it from the police station? <laughs> oh, boy. With that, my friends, it's the end of the day. Thanks for listening. We're going to uh, we'll see you, see you next week. Peace. Later, guys.